gonna go to the rave Can't take this same, it's okay We gonna party today uh, Anxiety, where did you go? Depression, you can't say hello Say then are my friends or my foes Say then are my friends or my foes Hold on, I just can't wait to get this show on I stop my alarm and hop in the shower I'm shaking my dress to this drill I head straight to the stash Empty that little bag can't check for fin, take the risk, I might not be coming back I got a fanny pack, head to the dough Legal boy, Brian, we head to the snow We brought that lock back to work, so I doubt I can grab it, he's gonna be ready to go Approaching a friend, get us our security Access shorty, I just met a hype, these sh- for me Aha, it's a Kuna Matata Since the lift from the knees, it made them disappear, ta-da Yo, how did she do that? Yo, they took my jewel, bro, what the... Hey, you someone go to the race Can't take this same, it's okay We gonna party today uh, Anxiety, where did you go? Depression, you can't say hello Say then are my friends or my foes Say then are my friends or my foes Vibe electric Edison nation, the lettuce and They talk about medicine Took three and they talk about wrestling The question is, am I trying to get reckless? Dove, so I'ma drop some in my panel back Can you flip for that excision set? It's in my system like a circuit Just lost in the moment, I'm nervous Screenshot some Snapchat Cause there ain't no service Road is spinning like a circus I'm looking at my just for certain Slides to the front like a serpent Dreadhead, so they think I'm serving Everybody get in low There's a bop, they be about to drop We break it on next just for sure Yo, can I hit that camel back? Hell no, I don't know where your mouth been Hey, you someone go to the rave Can't take this same, it's okay We gonna party today you go, depression, you can't say hello. Say then are my friends or my foes. Say then are my friends or my foes. Hey, you someone go to the rave. Can't take this, it's okay. We gonna party today. Uh, anxiety, where did you go? Depression, you can't say hello. Say then are my friends or my foes. Say then are my friends or my foes. Welcome back to the Treehouse Show. You just listened to Rave Thing, my new single by yours truly. I'm your host, Gartasia, and you are tuned into the chillest podcast in the universe. What can I say? Um, we have a very, very special guest today. We have my boy, Marquise. Um, he is a uh, CEO of yeah. a clothing company. <laughs> he is a, a, a very delicate and diligent vlogger motivational speaker um a father um an artist you know just um just out here really doing his thing what can i say um but yeah we have marquise how you feeling today man man i feel good man i first want to say man i'm I'm very thankful for you even allowing me to um to be a part of um the show today i appreciate um, it shout out to you man thank you i just want to shout you out man thank you for uh letting me be a part of the show today man so um big ups to you man most definitely and uh I feel good, man. I'm uh, thankful to be here and thankful to be alive, you know? Absolutely, man. Yeah, yeah I love your shirt, man. Oh, yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, Black I love man that. Smile. So um, what's the story behind that? Where you get that from? Um, so this is a uh, uh, black-owned uh, business. Uh, shout out to Black Man Smile. It's literally called Black, Black Man, man smile. smile. And uh, that's it's that. just a vibe. So pretty much they, they just promote um, positivity with fathers and dads kind of just doing their thing and uh, always catch them smiling. So shout out to them that is beautiful i just honestly like and i could personally speak on that so like i didn't really grow up in chicago but i went to like high school here my last year high school and then i did college here and then like before that so i kind of grew up not in the u.s and then it's like it's normal to smile like men smile in africa like to be smiling and that's (laughs) a normal thing it's nothing weird about it. but when I came to the U.S., I noticed that, like, when you smile and stuff, like, people look you look at you as, like, a mark or something, like, it's something wrong with this dude, or, like, he a nerd. It's like, it's like it's not cool to smile in the U.S., and then over time, I saw myself, like, adapting to, like, smiling less, and then my family noticed it, my friends noticed it, and I was just like, so it took, like, the pandemic to kind of be like, you know what, I felt better when I was smiling. Right, right, right. And it's like, I tried to fit in and not smile, but then, like, 
that just made me feel shit. So guess what? I'm going to smile. I'm going to smile regardless. So I'll be out here just smiling. And I don't, like, people be looking at me weird. And then, like, some people look, but, like, I like that. Because, like, some people look away. Some people look weird. But some people smile back. Yeah, yeah, you know I do get so, that too. Yeah, exactly. So it's like you just have to, you just have to be a rock. You just got to be you. Just be and you. And then just do you, how man. people respond is right. not your problem. Yeah. And then that's that's one. But I know that was kind of like a weird story, but that just kind of just oh, made yeah, me man. think about that, like black men smile. And I love that there's actually like a people out there, you know, drawing attention to that. It's it's, it's definitely a vibe, man. Shout out to them again, black men smile. Absolutely. So tell us, tell us about yourself. Uh, so I recently just started my own clothing line called Father Figures. Oh wow! Um, got the website up, fatherfigures.store, and um, right now we got the sweatshirts and we have the t-shirts uh, with the Father Figures logo and the crown. Always hashtag follow that crown because we put crowns on the back of every uh, shirt um, because we kings. You know, absolutely. We are kings, and uh, we raising kings and we raising queens, and uh, you know, even if they're not yours, you still. You know, you carry that with you as a man, you know, to, uh, you know, be, be that king that you are. That is beautiful. So. Honestly, um, like during our first kind of exchanges, you know, he's like, uh, what was this? So-and-so, I appreciate the opportunity, king. And I'm just like, yeah, man, that's, that's what I, we I are, say man. king all the time. That's what we are. <clears throat> yeah, and I was just like, I love that more people are using that. And then, like, the moment you said that, I was like, nah, he one of us. Like, you feel me? He tapped <laughs> yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. You feel me? Like, soul tribe type shit. Like, yeah. nah, for real, I really mess with that because it's like... It takes a king to call someone else a king. Definitely, definitely. Because, what is it? So, and there's this famous quote. And I forgot this movie. It's this movie with Samuel. Was it Samuel Jackson? Okay. Or was it, um, oh my God. Basically, he's like a basketball coach. Oh, Coach Carter. Coach Carter. Oh, man. That's, yo, that's a movie, man. That's, that's man, that's a good ass yeah. movie, man. Yeah. Y'all, Gen, Gen Zers, y'all don't know about that. Oh, man. This, this for us, okay? <laughs> but yeah, one, one of my favorite favorite quotes is like, he's like, I think the Hispanic boy, he's like, one of our greatest problems is not that we are inadequate. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> you don't know what I'm about to say. Yeah. It's not that we're inadequate. Oh, it's that we are powerful beyond measure or something like that. So I'm like, it, whoa. Yeah. Like, that, that hit me right in the feels. You feel me? But that's that king energy. That's that. You don't tap into it, but once you do, it's noticing that your value, and then also through that process of you no- noticing your value, you also acknowledge the king and other people as well. Yes, of course, you of know? course, man. And uh, and then you gotta some sometimes it's hard to like see that in yourself when you go through things, but we all have it in us, man. We all kings, we all queens in our own. You know what I'm saying? Um, just gotta gotta find that in us, man. That is because beautiful. It are. looks like you found that in you. Yeah, I definitely have, Honestly. man. And, uh, I'm learning and growing every day, too. You know, you never, never, never stop growing. Absolutely. So tell me about, like, your journey. Like, so when did you start kind of, um, you know, doing the motivational speaking, the inspirational stuff? Because I was looking through your portfolio. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I am. I'm into a lot of different things um, outside of the clothing line. That's something okay. I just started. But uh, So father figures. Father figures. I also do my vlogging um, as well as the motivational speaking. Um, I do a little um, uh, like photography and videography like on the side, but more so like a hobby. Um, but the motivational speaking just came from um, I have like a, my family is like big into church and um, religion and everything. Um, I, I spent a lot of time in church and everything, but I don't want to consider myself like going the minister route or the pastor route. I just sometimes like. I know that we we get weak and you know we want to stop stop trying we give up sometimes and sometimes you just need to hear like you know if you stick in there you can do it because you really can we just we just hold ourselves short sometimes so um me being that and feeling that i feel like people need to hear that too so i kind of give them that motivation that they might need that you know we all lack sometimes like that motivation inside of us because we get discouraged it's, it's, it's normal but it's human you know if you hear somebody like yo you can do this like if somebody constantly telling you you can do this man you got this mm-hmm. you're gonna believe it too and it's just you know smooth sailing from there yeah so definitely i just i just want to inspire and you know, you know help people um the best way i can so that's mm-hmm. how that got uh, started was that like something because like so how old are you I'm 32. So you're 32. Yeah, you know, yeah. very young. You know, yeah. but definitely old enough to like have been through a lot. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, <laughs> and man. have been molded by your experiences. Yes, yes. So when, because there's a lot of young guys out here. You know, what I'm saying, and that's definitely a problem. You kind of move more into either settle when you get older, or you kind of more figure out what your purpose is. You know, at what age did you kind of like realize that like 
you know, I, I want to do this. I want to inspire people. I want to motivate people. I want to use my words because you're definitely gifted with your words. You, um, know? you know what? To be honest with you, um, I, I can't really say it was like a, a time that I, I really just was like, you know, this is this is what I want to do. It kind of just found me. You know what I'm saying? It's like I've always been a people person. Mm. And so um, I've always been a people person. I've always been good with words. And, um, you know, I think people talked to me uh, before about like doing counseling or doing therapy or whatever. Um, yeah, not to interrupt. You have a really like soothing, relaxing voice oh, too. Yeah. Not thank for you, real, for real. You, like you. I was in the morning, just waking up. Like plans got canceled yesterday, yeah, so I was yeah. like, well, I wish things could have went another way. But like just listening to your inspirational videos, it was the words too, but yeah. just your delivery. Oh man, it's very I calm it, man. and soothing. It's, you know, it's slow. Yeah, I, I really appreciate that, man. I, uh, I mean, I just kind of just 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 kind of went with it, man. I, I, I like, I've always just wanted to 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 like inspire i don't know what it was that i wanted to do but i've always felt like i had to do something that has to do with helping people mm. and so i guess that's my one of my lanes right there is just speaking and letting people know like yo you're gonna be okay you're gonna be all right like inspiring in, in such a sense because mm. i go through things too like we all go through things but i feel like if you hear somebody going through something similar and you talk about it and not afraid to talk about it people can relate and they can take something from that and you know it can benefit them so i kind of just share what I go through and get inspiration to help other people get inspired. So that's kind of mm. how that kind of happened for me. That's beautiful. Yeah. Was there like somebody like where do, where do you draw your inspiration from? Um, I got a I got a couple um, people that I draw inspiration from. Um, like like I said, my family is big into like religion and um, mm. um, and everything. So um, my my uncle, he's a pastor. He definitely um uh, not to jump off subject but i didn't i didn't grow up without i didn't i grew up without a father so that's why the father thing is so heavy to me yeah um but he definitely took me on as well as my stepdad tech took me on and um you know always gave me words of wisdom always encouraged me and um they definitely inspired me as well as moms um but on the um you know on a uh famous side i would say maybe like uh les brown mm. you got your eric thomas you got your td jakes um nice um he has a master class out now yeah i've seen that man he's I, definitely I'd be really stay. cheap but i might hey, drop no. some dollars for that <laughs> i feel that i feel like yeah he's definitely doing some big things and uh he's not only doing um music because that's the thing too like some of us like we want to we we think like we only have to do one thing you don't have to do just one thing you can definitely do different avenues you know what i'm saying he's now he's like my favorite artist that's why i talk about it but um outside of music he's into like um doing like clothing line he's into doing movies he's into doing like uh documentaries he's doing like he's invested into like um like different stocks and companies like he got a lot going on like magazines all kind yeah. of stuff that um, we we can definitely do more than what we think we can do. We have exactly. so much in us, man. But um, not to jump off subject, but no, no, you know, this, just this, this is what we do. You don't you don't want to uh, you don't want to um, limit yourself to just one thing. So he definitely is uh, uh, on my top list too. So. Absolutely. Speaking of like, I mean, this is fun fact. I was just watching the Kanye interview oh, with the man, drinks, oh drink champs. God. Oh, that was yo, that was that was the interview, man. <laughs> Did you watch both? I didn't see the second one. I seen okay. the first one though. I gotta catch up on the second one. Yeah, but that yeah first I'm like one, halfway was, in between the second one. Man, he was dropping some gems, man. Y'all sleeping on Kanye. Man. By the way, Kanye's my favorite artist. Kanye. If you haven't yo, noticed. Kanye's a beast. Man. And you know what's interesting to tie this full circle? Kanye's favorite artist is Nas. Yeah, I, he did say that. In a, That's yeah, he interesting. Did say that in the interview. Yeah, so it's yeah, like yeah, if yeah, you yeah. like Nas, right, right, you, right. I'm just saying, you yeah, know what I'm yeah, saying? Because yeah. that, that's his idol, basically. And he got a chance to produce for him. No, that's. that's it's crazy how like. Produce for your your favorite artist, man. It just shows you how, like, money doesn't really mean anything. Like, obviously, Kanye is, like, way more money-wise, making way more money than Nas, but he's still, like, that's hum big brother. Humble enough to, you exactly. know Exactly. And I feel like people never see that side of Kanye. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because people, and then, and then like, I don't want to go off on a tangent about social media, but these snippets, we get these little snippets, these 15-second TikTok videos that pull off. things yeah. out of context right, and right, villainize right. people. Right, it's, right. it's propaganda. It's the same they was doing in the Cold War. It's no, just, I feel that. No, I it's literally propaganda yeah, through that. TikTok, through all these things. Because what does propaganda do? It's to support a narrative. It's confirmation bias. So guess what? All the people who never like Kanye are seeing these snippets of him. He, he says problematic things, but 
if you don't listen to the whole, whole thing, thing right, exactly. you don't know the context that he's saying. Right. So it, it paints him as a villain. And he, he, he does say some objectively problematic things, even as a Kanye fan. But a lot of it, if you listen to him, you will empathize with him you be like, as a person. I, I, I feel what he's saying. I, I def- feel like, you. You know what I'm saying? How he was shunned in the fashion industry and all that. But like, just to bring things full circle, how like, you know, Nas, you know, just like how we limit ourselves, mm-hmm. you know, and how, and I was having a discussion with a, um, a friend the other night and we were talking about how like you have two types of artists or I guess people in the world, you can summarize, but just keep it in the music industry. You have rappers, right, right, right. You just have rappers. They rap and they can be good at rapping. Very good. Amazing rappers, but they're rappers, you know, then you have artists. You know, and are, I will call them visionaries. These are the people who change the world. And they can be rappers. And they can be, they can be, but they never let that be their identity. Right, right. And that's, I've always messed with that. And then I feel like Nas is oh, one of those visionaries. Definitely, definitely. Rapping, although he was great at it, some some say might even have been one of the best. Yes, he yes. did not, he still didn't let, and that, and that shows great character. Because it shows that someone who's even an expert at something even they still know that they have a higher calling. Oh, hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's Definitely. very inspiring to look at it. And like, he's a visionary in my book. He's a, he is, he is a person who is sent here with the purpose to change the world. Right. And that's, that's, that goes back to that thing. Not just, not eliminating yourself, not putting yourself in a box. Like he's like, yo, I know I can rap. I know I'm good at it, but I can also do other things. And that's exactly what he's doing. And a lot of other people do too. You know what I'm saying? Step outside of that box and do so many other different things. Like, even go jump to Jay Z, like that man. Of course, he makes good music. He can rap, but man, this dude doing so much stuff on the side. He got Crazy. like drinks. He got he he kicked off the clothing line before everything, like before the billionaire status and everything. So, it's definitely more lanes that you can jump into. You just gotta be willing to go for it. You know what I'm saying? Be willing to experiment. Absolutely, man. So. That's beautiful. So um, so you do, you do the uh, you have the fashion company. Yeah. Right. You right. have the um. You do vlogging. You do motivational speaking. How did the the vlogging part come? So, what was like the bigger goal of your YouTube channel? Um, so it really it really became um more so like a personal thing for myself. Um, like I've done so many different things in my life, and I've always wanted to be like I wanted to look back at it one day, be like yo, like this is how I was around this time. Like even now, like looking back at some of those, like I can see the different stages and different growth within myself. So. That's how it started off as, and then with my daughter, I'm doing one called Raising Briella, uh, Raising Princess Briella, yeah, Briella. Thank you, thank you, and um, that was more so too, just so I can look back. But I'm also learning about myself too. I'm sharing a lot of insight and a lot of thoughts, a lot of feelings, and everything on that um, vlogging series, as well as like our everyday's and uh, going out and like hanging out and just being a dad, you know. So um, that's pretty much where I am with it. And uh, people, people rock with it, people like it, and people can relate. So that's kind of like why I keep doing it because like, people, like, people like real life. People like to know that you, know, it's, you don't have to be commercial. You can have a real life. You can be a real person. And people like, really mess with that. You know, they, they like authentic, authenticity sometimes. Exactly, man. And like, speaking of authenticity, what really like, made me like, okay, this dude is really authentic. And it was one of your older videos. Um, maybe when you first started uploading those motivational videos, I mm-hmm. forgot the name of it. I feel, I feel like it was called uh, "Stop Complaining" or something okay. like that. It's an old one. Okay. okay. It, it, yeah, it was like five years or something like that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So you might be embarrassed, like, oh, you're pulling it out yeah, the YouTube yeah, might, uh, rabbit uh, hole. Uh, I don't know how that quality looked. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> no, it's not even. <laughs> right. It's I never it's like judged because we all got to start from somewhere. Right, right, right. But you was spitting it's facts. You was talking about, you know, basically how like you lost it all. You know, like um, you lost your girlfriend. Yeah. You said um, you was um, like on a bus, just like just trying to escape, just yeah, like forget about everything. Just it was a really dark time. But she was. I, I love how you told your own story and you brought that in full context and how even even as bad as you had it, I, I I respect that you were humble enough to say even you didn't have it the worst. There's people who had it even worse than you. Yeah, I mean, and that's that's the thing too, because even though we go in situations, we all dealing with stuff like. There's always somebody gonna be dealing with something ten times worse or got it worse than you. Like, you might be down to your last dollar, but somebody might not have no dollars. You know exactly. what I'm saying? So, you might think you have it bad, but somebody always got it much worse. So, I definitely like I go through things. You go through things. We all go through things. But um, just know that you are not alone. People go like people like everybody goes through something. We just gotta deal with it a certain way, you know. And um, 
I just I feel like with me personally, um, I can't think of that video off the top of my head, but um, I'm sure like at the time when I was doing it, I was hoping that somebody would be able to um, get something from that and it would be able to help them because with me releasing that, it helped me in a way, too. So um, that was definitely um, even in the beginnings, like um, just just sharing how I feel, hoping that it'll get to somebody and uh, reach somebody as well to help them go through their situation. So absolutely it's the intention it's the intention it's all yes, about sir. the intention yeah. and even if you it's not the specific video that matters it's the process you know it's the it's the plan of an attack right so like typically when, when when you go through hard times you know what is what's something that gets you out of a hole or what's something that um you know what uh i got a lot of different things um that get me out um for myself personally i'll listen to music um I'll watch maybe like something inspirational, maybe like some T.D. Jakes, some uh, Eric Thomas, some Les Brown. I would even uh, read a book, read mm. a book or, or write, you know, something something kind of just take me off thinking like that, you know, get me out of that mind state to kind of put me back to where I need to be. Mm. Um, so that's definitely, definitely important, man, to kind of soon as you feel like that you're going like like into depression or, or stressing you got to find something to kind of get you off that because the longer you sit in it the longer it's going to affect you and it's going to bother with you and mess with your head like the longer you hold it in so you definitely got to find something to kind of temporary temporarily you know what i'm saying uh, uh, put your mind at ease i'm not saying just throw it away but temporarily you know what i'm saying don't stay in that same spot for forever you know mm, that's powerful that's powerful um i was reading um I was watching one of your videos, and you mentioned that you read a book by Zig Ziggler. Zig Ziggler, yeah. Zig Ziggler, and it was uh, over the top. Over the top. Oh yeah. man. So, what's some like crazy books that, or in general, like what are what are some big message messages you get from books? Like, what what keeps bringing you back to reading books? Because I feel like we, as a community, we could definitely read more. Um, I mean, I'm into definitely. I'm definitely into a lot of uh, 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 inspirational books. Um. Um, self-help books and as well as um, biographies um, but when I when I definitely when I when I grab something or I see something that's interesting I don't think about um, necessarily what I'm gonna get out of it it's not until I start reading them like oh man like wow like you know it kind of it kind of hits me then I kind of just go into it um, I look for certain authors or um, um, certain titles but um, I never know what I'm gonna get into until I start reading it um, but right now um, I'm reading uh, T.D. Jake's Don't Drop the Mic. That one, mm. I think that just came out maybe like two months ago. And it's pretty much just um, keeping you inspired to where, um, um, like, we all got to start somewhere. Like, um, despite what you go through, don't drop that mic. You have a voice. Like, use your voice. I don't know what your calling is, what you're destined to do, but you have a voice. Don't drop that mic. Use your voice. Use your what's in you. Whatever it is that you're trying to do and whatever it is that you want to do. Don't drop that mic. So that's what I'm getting out of it right now. I'm still reading it. Mm. Um, shout out to T.D. Jakes. <laughs> but uh, yeah, definitely. Um, um, you know, never know until you pick it up, man. That's beautiful. Yeah, definitely. Um, and it's and it's harder now than ever before to really read a book because, like, if you think about it, we got podcasts. Oh yeah, definitely, you know, definitely. You know, hey, pick up if, <laughs> if, 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 if I'm distracting yeah, y'all yeah, from y'all book house, reading. Man. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. But you know, what I'm saying, absolutely, pick up a book, man. Like this pot, there, there's multiple ways to acquire information. But reading books and writing, too, people sleep on writing. Just those, those two processes are so fundamental in the way that you carry yourself. They're so fundamental in the way that you deliver, how you, how you communicate, right? Public right. speaking, and 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 it's it's almost can't can't it be explained in words. But just the thought process of you know beating yourself over the head coming up with what's the best way i can write this down that is like an exercise for your brain definitely that definitely. translates in multiple aspects of life that you couldn't even foresee like the upper limits to that we don't know right, you know right. so it's just like and i i'm speaking from experience because i went through like this phase of like i just i graduated college i was like books you know what i'm saying like just just kind of just like rebellious i call it the second rebellious stage because the first rebellious stage is it's, it's cool I, I randomly I did a middle finger that was not planned but like anyway my first rebellious phase was like okay I, i'm at college and my parents not there kind of grew up strict upbringing rebellious one the second rebellious stage now you're rebelling against the university so it's like oh learning all yeah, that i'm finna uh, just relax don't look at a single book and, and it's like all these rebellious phases are necessary but then then too you have to get back to like okay how do you feel 
do you actually are you just telling yourself the story that you feel better because that's what people do after college is like they just stop reading or like did you actually are you just trying to act like that rebellious phase is something you needed and just keep it going and just keep it going so you gotta like really tap into yourself yeah. meditate and really like process your identity and go back to like what made you happy and, oh, and yeah. forget how people look at that right you know right definitely and, and it's funny you say that about school because um like i when i was in school i only read books because i had to and like even then i would kind of like skim through them just so i can pass on, but i've i've read more books outside of school than i have when i was in school which is crazy as hell but i don't know it's like I'm, I get to choose what I want to read. I get to choose like what I want to read about. So I guess that that kind of helps me in a sense of reading more. But I just find that crazy. Like I'm I'm reading way more now than I was when I was in school. So I, I just find that a little funny, man. You know, it's and um, I've been listening to little Jordan Peterson lately. Mm -hmm. Like oh, yeah. he's he gets a lot of but like low key. If you listen to him, he be spitting. You know what I'm saying? And he, there's this one. Um, he's actually a lecturer. This I think University of Toronto or something like that. So I like his OG like lectures where he's just in the class settings. Um, but one of his things is like there's a this concept called agreeableness, mm -hmm. right? And on the spectrum of agreeableness, to the left side you have women, and then you have or to the right side you have women, and then to the left side you have men. And then there's a spectrum of agreeableness. So basically, overall, men and women we're closer. We're more similar than we are different. So okay. somewhere like, and this, try to make this more visual and graphical. If there's like two <laughs> curves. So basically the curves intersect. So you have the curve of agreeableness of women and the curve of agreeableness of men. And agreeableness just means the willingness to just go along with shit. Not necessarily be too resistant to shit. And just, you just basically, you just want to get by. You just want to make everything happy almost. Make right, everybody right. happy, right? So there's a big overlap where both men and women, very agreeable. You know, for the most part, we um, want to do right by people. Uh, we want to, you know, not be in too much conflict. Oh, definitely. For the definitely. most part. And this is like 90%. Men and women, you know, not so different, right? But then he said like on the extremes, it's in the extremes that matter. The people who are super agreeable. These are the people like the people please just like, I don't want to, I don't want zero conflict. Anything you say, just like the yes men yeah, and the yes women. Yes men. Yeah, no on the super extremes, the super duper agreeable people are usually all women. And then. It was interesting. I'm not saying it's fact, but it was just an interesting observation. Oh, yeah. And then the super duper disagreeable people were almost all men. Oh, and I was wow, thinking about it. And I was yeah. like, that kind of makes sense. If you look at prison, like the numbers are crazy. Like almost 90%. And don't kill me, you nerds, you fact checkers. <laughs> I'm just saying a vast majority of people in prison are men. Oh, yeah. Like, it's a huge that. ratio. And it very there's very small percentage of women in prison. And that's... that prison is just a, obviously there's a lot of like factors the judge system is like fucked up to an extent but it's a good indicator of agreeableness like if you're in prison that's a good indicator that you was probably rebelling it was probably you know so what does that tell you it shows that a lot of times you know men are, are we we go off on this tangent we end up being more disagreeable we end up kind of wanting to rebel more and so, do and, our own thing and do our own thing right that, that's that's a trait that's just kind of endemic to testosterone to masculinity and not to say women don't have that but at the extremes it's mostly men right so and i feel they're, like they're, they're i feel like they're more more subject to to act on it versus women are exactly so so tying that back to you know how you read more after college right right, right. what does that tell you that's that's that yeah. that's that ah uh, yeah. i was forced to read right. so guess what no, that's, that's exactly. that disagreeableness yeah. i'm not gonna read it's right. just that's just by default we just men in general. We we kind of want to do our own thing. We kind of don't like being told right, what to what do. To do. Yeah, so that's why when you, there was no longer that that rock over your head telling you to like do it. Like now I can just do whatever. Now I you want. just do, and you you're still yeah. doing the same. You still reading, but now it's I chose to read. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's that's bringing it all full circle. So it's it's important for I feel like men especially and black men in particular to see other black men, you know, speaking on things like reading. And, and but not from a point of being preachy, not from a point of pressure, just right. from a point of these are things that we actually enjoy, you know what I'm saying? So that was good that you kind of talked about how you started, you know, reading a lot after college when oh, that yeah, pressure that, wasn't there. Yeah, I, and it's crazy that you break it that you broke it down like that because I didn't I didn't think about it like that, but definitely without having somebody over my head, I'm like, all right, now I, now I should read. Like I don't know, <laughs> it's crazy yeah. as it sounds. And like, it, it it's um it's not a conscious process. You don't say oh. I, I'm not having pressure there from no it's just automatic you just yeah you just automatically just oh let me pick up this book and just read like, yeah just, like, it's natural yeah you know natural and um that's that's beautiful but uh we will take a take a little break you feel me 
Um, over the break, we will listen to. I've been really bumping. I've been really into. Have you heard of Benjamin Clementine? I haven't. Yeah. Um, really great vocalist. Okay. He's uh, Ghanaian and British, I think. Wow. Okay. Yeah, really great vocalist. But uh, yeah, you are listening to Jupiter by Benjamin Clementine. See you all after Check the break. Venice an alien with extra ability. Pushed time to next century. Somewhere his craft lost control. Guess where he stopped for petrol? Wishing America to happy. Wishing America to free. Ben's an alien passing by. Wishing everyone. About shooting stars And spoke like a true bard Said don't play with songs Music is not marked As fierce toy tear joys Wishing Americana happy Wishing Americana Welcome back to the Treehouse Show. I'm your host, Gartasia. You just listened to Jupiter by Benjamin Clementine. Um, we are back with our very special guest, Marquise. He had an amazing first half. Yes, um, yes. Yeah, man, we just kicking it. We are just honestly grateful to be here, grateful man, to exist. Grateful to be alive, man. And um, it's a Sunday. It's gloomy outside, but the sun is still shining behind them clouds. Man, you feel me? Always, man. That's all I gotta say. Um, obviously, you know, not to flex, but do you not see this cornucopia? Oh man, it of hurt. um, delectable. And he's a sh chef. He went to yeah, school for, uh, for culinary. I, everything looks good, man. I, I exactly uh, as soon as I got in here, man. I'm like, I was eyeballing like everything, man. I'm like, oh god, man. He was eyeballing that. He was, I was like, man, hold on, mouth watering. You know what I'm saying? Let me drink my water a couple times. You know what I'm saying? The, the right way. You feel the me? Right Stay alkaline. Right Shout out, Doctor Sabi. Hey, but we got man. a special fruit today. We got a special fruit today. Um, what is this? That red. Would you happen to know what fruit that is? Um, I've never had that fruit before, so I'm. Starts with a P. Oh, that's a, that's a that ain't no passion fruit, is it? No, no, no. <laughs> One more, I'll give oh, you another no, guess. That's pomegranate. pomegranate. Pomegranate, my boy, yeah, 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 my boy. Yeah, 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 yeah. There you go, there you go. <laughs> okay, he got on a second try. Right, right, right. Yeah. Now, nah, like um, last week we had a a horned melon. Horned melon. Yeah, it was called a kiwano. 
Okay, I haven't heard of that one. Yeah. It was called Kiwano. Okay, I haven't heard of that one. Yeah, yeah. It's um it's a cucumber basically. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. Which made me question, like, so wait, are cucumbers melons? <laughs> so I went down this rabbit hole. So I'm like, wait, this whole time. Why don't we just call them like watermelons? Right. Because right. cucumbers taste like water. But then why do we call watermelons watermelons? <laughs> <laughs> that's a good question because watermelons don't taste like water they definitely don't taste but like water but cucumbers definitely taste yeah. like water and they're melons yeah. who who makes the rules <sighs> anyway um we lit we vi- we lively but tell me about let's dig in first of all yes, you know yes, go yes, crazy yes, we got course. grapes we got um uh, what is this red kale we got we got beets Start off with a beat, yeah, man. You know, I'm trying to get like you. You feel me? My my oh, chef man. is uh oh, could use a lot of could use a lot of um leveling up, but and you know what? Um, oh wow, that's that's pretty good. Um, all organic. I went to um I went to Kennedy King um for uh for culinary. I kind of picked up. They have a program where if you're um, low income or no income. You can um, go to school basically for free. Oh, that's beautiful. And so, like, pick up a trade or pick Actually up like free. A, for free. Yeah, wow. pick up a trade, pick up a skill, or anything in that nature. So, I went that route, and um, I uh, kind of just, kind of just, just went into it, and uh, was working in the kitchen, like on the side too, as well. So, that opened the lane for me as well. So, um, I'm more so uh, just cook more at at the house now. So, okay, we got a. Um you know what I'm saying? A rare breed, you know, <laughs> man that cooks. You feel me? In this day and age, person that cooks is kind of rare. So especially a man that cooks, you feel me? Yeah, yeah, definitely, man. It's, um, when I'm getting in the kitchen, man, I throw on my tunes, man, and I kind of just get in my zone. So it's definitely a vibe. Cooking is definitely a vibe. So shout out to anybody, to all my, my cooks, my chefs. Even like my halfway chefs, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> What's a halfway chef? <laughs> Keep throwing shade. Y'all know who you are. <laughs> no, but uh, shout out to everybody, man, that that, that that can cook a good meal because um, food is good for the soul, like they say. Exactly, man. Honestly, like um, I was um, we had a panel this Saturday program. Okay. That I um, I I help to teach kids engineering and stuff on the weekends, but uh, did this panel. They came from NIU and they're just talking about how like in college, man, you got to have a side hustle. Right. It's right. expensive. You feel me? Especially if you're low income. Mm-hmm. You feel me? You're not a trust fund kid. Right. You right, know, right. your parents, you know what I'm saying? And the, between the student loans and the scholarships, you know what I'm saying? You still need extra money to like live, like eat. Oh, definitely, and, like, definitely. You feel me? Like you try to do a little something, something on the weekend. You got to have a little, you know what I'm saying? So they're talking about like how anything side hustle, you feel me? Like tutoring. And they're talking about like one of the dudes, he was literally like cooking home cooked meals oh, at the school ooh. and then was, was but that's smart though because like all that processed cafeteria food this after like sophomore year you done with that man and it's crazy you say that because um one of the uh girls in my um class uh she's still going to school right now nicole ray shout out to nicole ray um she was cooking meals um while she was going to school and selling them to people and you know what i'm saying and, and oh, doing yeah. real real big things with that so shout out to her um Definitely always, you know what I'm saying, tap into your craft, man. There's there's always ways to make money and to um you know, to 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 to, to get by, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So. Honestly, like never sleep on your abilities, you know what I'm saying? Like right. something that you that might come natural to you, it's easy to overlook it and think that, oh, it's not really valuable or like, you know, it's easy so to for me, so it must be easy for No. No, <laughs> just because it comes naturally to you right, don't mean right, it comes right, right. naturally to like anybody else. Exactly. exactly. Never sleep on that. Right, right. Do do yourself now self evaluation. See what you're good at, right? And then and not everything is about money, but money I look at it as a defense, right? And you're not trying to be taking extra damage. Like I look at things as a video game. You know, you want to <laughs> if you don't want to take extra damage, get your money up. Right. You know right, what I'm right. saying? And what's the best way to get your money up than doing something that you already good at? That's I don't know. That's that's absolutely right. So you feel me? And it is, it's it's funny you say that because um, about the money thing, like even even jumping on that subject because I mean, of course we need money to survive and to like you know maintain uh, the lifestyle that we want or, or even just a lifestyle period, but. Don't let money hold you back from what you want to do. Like, money is going to come. Like, if you're doing what you love and you genuinely doing what you love, it's going to come. So, like, 
school yeah school is cool and school ain't for everybody like mm. you can go to school and graduate and still not get that still job still be stupid shout out Tanya <laughs> niggas graduate still be stupid <laughs> You can still graduate and not even go into that field, you know what I'm saying, because you can't find a job or they not hiring or, you know what I'm saying, or you might even find a whole nother love. So really do what you want to do, because at the end of the day, the money is going to come regardless. Mm. You doing what you want to do is going to come regardless. It might not be the biggest amount or the most, but it's going to be enough to, to, to provide for you. There's always going to be a way with you doing what you plan to do you know what i'm saying there's always gonna be a way like it'll like the world will just provide for you god will provide for you i feel that heavy that's beautiful so i was looking through your youtube channel mm -hmm. and i saw you do a lot you do vlogs but i saw some of the interviews too mm. how did you get into like kind of just taking people to the community i really love the one you did about you know fatherhood bringing those gentlemen to the table and about motherhood are you just trying to like um is it just to share with the community? Um, yeah, because I, I, I feel like these are some of the things that we don't talk about, mm. um, especially like in the black community. We don't we don't talk about what we go through, like and um, it's, it being a single parent, like single mother, single dads. We don't talk about these things and what we go through like on a regular. So I definitely feel like um, with me doing things like that, it's getting a chance for people to get their voice out and to be heard as well as for people to pick something up from that. Like, yo, mm. like wow that's that's how you do that or that's how you go about doing that or that's how you make it like recently i did the one with the mothers um mm, yeah i uh, saw that one single like the single mothers man and that's that's really powerful man mm. because my mom was a single mother it's four of us and it's not easy man i have one i have one kid and i'm like yo this is not a walk in the park so i can only imagine what four and you know moms do it on a daily like dads do it on a daily yeah. so um, with good attitude too it, with good, good attitude man you you would think they like this was like second nature exactly. and and um i just feel like it's it's a good platform to do that and that's kind of too helping me with my father figures brand because it's it's definitely like we we should get the recognition that we deserve because we there are our fathers that are active and present and doing a thing there are mothers that are active present and doing their thing we don't get acknowledged we don't get our our crowns but we all kings and queens like mm. we talked about in the beginning so continue to shine continue to grind and you know you're gonna be all right i love that i love how you bringing everything full circle to back with the king stuff but also speaking of the by the way have you ever tried kombucha before i have Kombucha's a hit. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to. Yeah, I'm gonna have to pour me up some. Oh, love. Grab that glass right there. We got um lemon ginger. Lemon ginger. Okay. You know the vibes. Lemon ginger. Hell yeah. All right. All right. Yeah, he already know. He already rocked it. <laughs> Basic gang. You know if you feel me. Yeah. Effortless. Man. I'ma just waterfall this. <laughs> you all good, bro? So um, definitely, man. I just, I just feel like it's it's a good it's a good good for us to have these sit down conversations and uh, you know be be normal, like to be us, be be mm. who you are. You know what I'm saying? Again, kings, queens, let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it. Um, now what I was saying is um, so with the brand, cause I was I kind of look at everything, how things come together, how the pieces to the puzzle mm -hmm. connect. So I saw how like your vlogs was really showing a different side of fatherhood, especially like black fatherhood. You know what I'm saying? You were showing how, you know what I'm saying? And I love how you record like your baby growing over the years mm -hmm. yeah, and different activities great. you do. Like that was, honestly, like, I don't have any kids yet, but like that kind of made me think, cause I, I'm usually like no kids, but like, I'm not gonna lie, that got me thinking like, damn, yeah. me being a father, not so bad. <laughs> yeah. And that, that's a great perspective to have and that had that effect on me, but, and I, that ties beautifully into your, um, your clothing brand. So I'm wondering like, did, did it start with the vlogs? And then you said, oh, since I already had these vlogs that tie into the, the brand, you know, fatherhood, then you did that. Or was it vice versa? You, you, you started the brand, then the vlogs kind of. Oh, uh, like, you know what? No, the, um, the, the clothing, the clothing line, the brand, that's more so recently. I want to say it's always been on the back of my mind. Mm. Like I got like a, like a bucket list of things I want to do. And um, clothing line always been on the back of my mind. I never knew what I was going to do it or how I was going to go about doing it. But um. One of my guys, uh, shout out to DJ, um, for Positive Politics. He has a brand. Mm. And I was talking to him about it one day. And um, he's like, you know what? You should start your own. I'm like, 
I'm like, you know, I don't know. That's that's not like really my thing. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. I thought about it, but I I never really want to. He's like, no, you really should. I'm like, you know what? I should. Like, I've been saying I want to do this. Let me do it. And I kind of just invested in it, and uh, you know, went about getting the logo, getting the design, and um, getting my getting my materials, and and pretty much going from there. And um, and it all kind of ties into like the fatherhood thing, but um, it definitely uh, um. um kind of came after everything and um mm. kind of still just going with it though because um fathers and fatherhood parenthood it's all yeah. like it's all a vibe man so you had a kid right mm-hmm. it was on your grind you was on your p's and q's still are but you had you definitely had like you know a set of you know missions and purposes that you was pursuing right yeah how right. did you know bring a child into this world how did that make you adapt to, uh, how did you deal with that and be like, okay, now I still want to do all these things, but now I have a child. How did you process that? Um, it, so, all right, there is a lot of people that get discouraged after they have kids. Like, you know, I can't do this. I can't do I that. Know. Like, now I got kids. Um, I think it's really important for your kids to see, like, if my dad can do it, I can do it. Um, I'll come from that perspective because if they see you chasing dreams, if they see you um, putting your all into what it is that you want to do, they're going to want to do that too. And mm-hmm. don't you want the best for your kids? So mm-hmm. I want my daughter to shine. I want her to be whatever she wants to be. So like if she want to be a ballerina, like I want her to do whatever she want to do because, you know, that's that's what that's who fathers are. That's who mothers are. We are supposed to uplift our kids. We're supposed to push our kids. So I'm like... <clears throat> Regardless of me being a dad and, you know, being like a, a, a parent, mm. I still you still have to have time for you as well, too. Mm. Don't get caught up in uh, stressed out. I can't do anything like like it's all bad. Like I, my life is over because it's not like it's just beginning. Like you just got to go about doing things a different way. That's a beautiful outlook to have, you know. Yes, yes sir. Yeah, absolutely. Because like it's one of those things where it's like. And this society is is so kind of against. Let's just be real. They're kind of very against like procreation. It's very like oh rubber, um, birth control, and it's like yes, you know, definitely you want to have bring kids into this world deliberately. Right, right, right. But at the same time, you know, it takes a village, you know, definitely, to raise a child. Definitely. And that one thing I I always come back to, and one thing I really admire about African you know tradition and African customs is it's always family first. You know, no matter what. No matter what. You know, no matter what. And, and mistakes happen or, you know, you end up in situations that you didn't plan. But at the end of the day, family always comes clutch. Oh, yeah. Even if you are, even if you all aren't on speaking terms, there's always this understanding that at the end of the day, we all we got. And I feel like, especially in the U.S., especially in these contemporary times, that aspect of community, you know, especially in the black community, it's being lessened and lessened. And some people could go into it, you know, like, and not to go super religious too. Mm-hmm. But, you know, taking, like, separating, like, um, and I'm not, I'm not a very, I call myself a spiritual person. Okay. But I, I recognize things for what they are. Right, right. And right. I'm not going to lie, taking kind of religion out the schools and out of, like, politics and stuff, it had its pros, but it did have its cons. Because what religion did, it did bring a sense of community. Yes, I definitely feel That's that. one thing it absolutely did definitely do. And I'm not saying that is the only route. To, to have a sense of community but it it, it was a sense of community yeah. nonetheless and i feel like a sense of community is better than nothing at all you know because i feel like people more than anything want to know that they have a support system and that's the same thing that you're saying with your daughter she wants to grow up knowing that people care for her she wants to grow up knowing that people still you know pursued their dreams and you know, didn't let obstacles or didn't yeah, let right. huge yeah. obstacles. Because oh, yeah. a lot of people would give up or, or like and, at least a huge setback. And, 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 and not to cut you off, but like, I, I mean, it was like a couple years ago. I remember when Taraji P, she wanted like a, a Grammy. And um, she was talking about how, you know, she had a kid and she was a single mother. And um, she didn't really get into acting until she was in her 30s. Mm. So like. That goes back to say, like, you know, you don't have to stop doing what you want to do. You can still do it. You just got to go about doing it a different way. Mm. But you can still get it done. Anything is possible, man. So just shout out to all the parents out there. Like, I don't know what it is that you want to do or trying to do, but you can still get it done. You can still get that Grammy. I don't know. The Grammy on whatever you want to do. Grammy for chef. Grammy for 
um yo cakes and pies i don't know what it is you want to do so you can always do whatever you want to do Absolutely. you just gotta go about it a different way and um you know just keep that faith that you can get it done exactly honestly man your energy is so contagious you know what i'm saying just like the moment you walked in it was just like just like just a reminder that like wow you know just the, the things that people speak into existence really becomes a part of them oh yeah you know and and i love how you're using your voice and you're letting people know and and I feel like a lot of times we don't know the impact that we have on other people. Oh, yeah. You know, so I feel like it's a great reminder of how, you know, speaking, speaking your beliefs, you know, really expressing them. It's one thing to feel a certain way, but it's another way to express how you feel. And that just really changes your entire aura and how people receive you. So, so going to that, you know, what kind of gave you your positive outlook on life? You know, because like there's a lot of different motivational speakers or people like that. And it, you can tell... The authentic ones mm-hmm. versus the one they know it's a business. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? But seeing how long you've been doing it and seeing the energy and just, you know, the like the all the great things Vic has told me about you, you know, it just comes off as like, you know, you, this is who you are. You know, so what gave you that kind of positive outlook on life, you know? Um, I just feel like um there is no reason to like stay stay sad, stay in a place that, that's not gonna kinda um um you know bring you up. Because you can only stay down for so long, and you know, eventually you're gonna get up. And when you get up, you're gonna be better than ever. But I, f- I feel like me being sad, me being depressed, me being angry, that's not gonna help anybody. That's not even gonna help myself. Like I don't want to stay in that that place. I want to be as happy as I can be as long as I can be because tomorrow's not promised for any of us. So I'm like looking at it like it's. Like it's my last day, you know, every day. So if I can come to somebody with like a certain mood or even ask somebody how they doing, you don't know what people going through. Maybe just the way I approach somebody might like make somebody's day. You know what I'm saying? So I always want to be on my P's and Q's um, when it comes to this, like my life, when it's come to this life thing, you know what I'm saying? So um, I really kind of just going with the flow of life, man. So i mean that's it in a nutshell no absolutely i mean that's with that pomegranate oh yeah yeah I feel like, I even is know there that. a spoon there yeah yeah go crazy um i feel like how you eat it <laughs> i'm like how do you how do you eat a pomegranate y'all how you eat a pomegranate i'm not gonna lie there's a caveman way to do it okay there's okay. a civilized way to do it so the caveman way is like you just peel that mug okay and then but the silk you could like kind of scoop it out okay but like it do be the seeds kind of pop out but like so what happens is you just eat it like you eat the seeds you can chew the seeds but like if it's too crazy you can like spit them out okay but um that's yeah. pretty much the vibe it's really good in antioxidants and um it really boosts your immune system mm. okay i think it's high in vitamin c too mm. oh it's pretty good I, um, have you had it before no i've never ate a uh pomegranate i've had like <laughs> the juices and stuff like that yeah Never ate a pomegranate. Yeah, this is first. its natural form. I believe it's organic too, so you know, no GMO, none of that. Mm, survive. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, I try my best to um just show people, you know, different ways you, you can get your nutrition. You know, if you don't like it, cool. If you do, cool. But my job is just you know introduce you to it. No, of course. You know, so man. now you're thinking about it. You know. And I, I got my my daughter. She's at the stage where she's trying like, she's trying a little bit of everything. So mm. even jump her How old is she? on this. Uh, she's one. Oh wow, <laughs> that's but, that uh, age. Yeah, yeah, man. She'll be two in uh in uh April. Okay. Mm-hmm. They said a terrible tooth. <laughs> man, bro. I'm like, this girl. This girl climb, climbing out of her bed. I'm like. I had to get rid of her, uh, her pack, excuse me, her pack and play, because she figured oh, out no. how to climb out of it. So, I'm like, <laughs> so she active. Yeah, she real active. Man. Yeah. But that's that's man, that's kids, man. Yeah, man. It's um, we were all kids once, you know. So I feel like, but like, so about fatherhood, right? So I feel like I watched um, was it the one you dropped? During Halloween or something, or after Halloween, you mentioned this was like your first Halloween without the mother. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yes. So what's that like? Because it's almost like now it's like now you got to be the mother and the father. Um, or to an extent. 
Yeah, we um I'll say this. Um after you have kids, mm. um you'll notice a lot of people um break up or go their separate ways. Mm. Um it's a quote that TD Jake said. Um he said marriage is not for the weak. Mm. So when you have kids, it's no longer uh, about you two, or you feel like it's no longer about you two. So, mm. um, not to jump too far into jump Absolutely. too far into it, but um, I feel like you definitely have to be on the same page with each other, mm. and then on the same page with the kid. Mm. Um, so that way, you know, you won't have as much conflict or try to go about uh, the best ways to make it work. So. I'm definitely, um, you know, being a being a single dad is is um, it's a learning experience. No, absolutely. But it's a, it's a fun experience. Um, I don't know everything, but that's what being a father is. You learning as you go, and uh, you know, you make the best of what is. So that's what I'm doing right now. And uh, it's definitely, uh, it was like like I was saying on the vlog. Uh, you have to watch the vlog to to kind of get all the details the full story. to get the full story. <laughs> So, um, uh, just, just getting her dressed and taking her out, man, like, um, it was, it was different, you know? Mm. Um, yeah, just watch the vlog, man. Yeah, y'all, y'all can, y'all can feel it on there, man. No, I feel that. I feel that. But the reason I was asking that is, and it, and it makes sense, it, everything aligns with, your, with who you are, is, um, I really respect Cause I was really watching. I really respect how you you don't bad mouth her. No, you don't, don't speak, call anybody out of their name. You're very respectful, and that that just shows, you know. And and and, and it's really it's refreshing, honestly. It, 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 at the at the end of the day, at the end of the day, regardless of um, if we have problems or not, that's still the mother of my kids. That's still the mother of my daughter. So I'm still gonna um, treat her with the utmost respect. Exactly, and I I really respect that because you know we see a lot of people. You know, it's all happy smiles until something go wrong. Then it's like, oh, they show their true colors. Yeah, yeah. You know, they, they talk shit about people. But I really respect that you did it. And then it really kind of brought, it kind of made me reflect. And this is, I'm talking about Jordan Peterson again. Because, like, he really was, he was talking about this. And it's crazy how it kind of aligned with um that ideology. He was talking about how, like, he he's basically a psychoanalyst, mm -hmm. right? A shrink, basically. Okay. And he, he had clients come in. And then they would talk shit about their significant other, yeah. you know, complain about him, like how bad they are, how disgusting they are, how this, how that. And then he obviously, you know, he's not trying to get fired. He wouldn't like, like roast them on spot, but he would go back later. Like, basically, you voluntarily chose to be with this person. Yeah. So by you talking shit about this person, you talking shit about yourself. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, you could have left. You voluntarily chose to be with this problematic in all these ways. So, like, I mean, we all like we all have our ups and downs. We all like get frustrated with our partner, but it's the public. It's the public. This, um, like in private, absolutely. You, you know, work out, work out kinks. Yeah. You know, arguing happens. You know, whatever disagreements. But it's the it's the public disrespect of your partner. That's where it goes wrong because you make yourself look stupid because oh, you yeah. chose. So that that really showed. I don't want to say that word, but how woke you were, because you knew not to, you know, not to all, to always have a level of respect and understanding, you know, what that meant of you all being together and respecting what that was. Yeah, of you know? course. Um, and I, I I feel that because when people get into it, uh, relationships, friendships, and they kind of like go their separate ways or they they break up from a friendship or a relationship, they a lot of people tend to take it to social media and they'll badmouth somebody or um you know pretty much tell all their friends or whatever but i feel like certain things should be like kept between y'all you know what i'm saying like i don't, I don't know like because uh, again like to tie back into what you were saying like uh, how does what does that say about you exactly yeah absolutely being said um what is some what is some advice or what's something i guess you could tell because you they pretty much could just check you out you know what i'm saying you, you do that on a daily but i guess if you if you could talk to your 10 year old self or 10 years ago talk to yourself 10 years ago what's something that you would tell your i guess what 22 year old self you know 
that they should start doing or you know focus on um i would i would tell myself um that it's it's gonna be okay you're gonna you're gonna go through some things but you're gonna be okay don't beat yourself up over it um because there was a point in my life where i was at my really low um before like all the motivational stuff mm. um when i was in vegas um me and my lady at the time we uh uh oh man going back man but uh me and my lady at the time uh she was leaving me and uh she found somebody else Mm. Um, I think that's what that video. Yeah, that she found somebody else. This guy was in the um was in the uh, uh, military, mm. and so you know he had a good career. He had good money. He had like house. He had everything that I didn't have, and so she went that route. Mm. Um, it didn't work. End up working out for him, uh, for either of them. So you know, that's on her. But um, I was just at that moment though when she just kind of like picked up and packed up and left. I like I still had this this big ass crib like condo and I'm like how am I going to pay for this stuff? Mm. And then um like I couldn't afford to keep it and uh, I ended up losing the place. Mm. Um I had like a dog, I ended up losing my dog, I had to get mm. my dog away. Um, I had a motorcycle, my motorcycle ended up getting towed. Like I was just in a bad place financially. And um I was like going i was sleeping at like different friends houses and um like sleeping on couches mm. sometimes i would get on the bus and just ride the bus all day yeah just so i can catch up on some sleep because i didn't have nowhere to go and so i was in a real bad place but like even then i would have told myself like you know you're gonna be okay you're gonna be all right you know uh, uh because i just i just felt like giving up at that moment so i definitely um i feel like if if i would have known that I was going to be okay. I would have probably stayed out in Vegas a little longer mm. um, than I had. Because when all that happened, I kind of got to the point where I could only take so much. And I ended up coming back home to Chicago. Mm. And, um, you know, got back with family and everything to get back to where I am today. Like, in um, you know, my own place, everything like that years later. But um, but some of those moments are, are meant to, to, to test us. To see if we gonna give up or we gonna keep going. Mm. So it's really it's really important that you you know what I'm saying just know that in the back of your mind that you are gonna be okay. Because if I would have known that I was gonna be at this position where I'm at now, I would have like kept going. I probably would have stayed out there a little longer, like I was saying. So you know that's that. That's beautiful, man. I feel like a lot of us could use that. You know, especially young young men, young black men, that like we got the future ahead of us. You know, and there's an infinite wealth of possibilities, you know, that it, there's an infinite ways that it could go. And the the human brain is wired to kind of look at the pessimistic side of the future or kind of look at the million ways things could go wrong. But really, the universe or the future is it's not leaned towards positive experience more so or negative. It's kind of balanced. Right, right. And so you focusing on the negative, it could go 50-50. And actually, it's more leaned towards the positive. And you can simply do that by just changing how you are in the present to be more open to the positive. And then that's obviously going to express itself in the future. And just, just come how it's supposed to come. Exactly, exactly. But yeah, with that being said, um, we're going to wrap it up. We're going to wrap it up. But um, if you got any shout outs, if you got any big things you're working on, um yeah i definitely um want to excuse me i want to shout out my baby man princess briella man oh daddy loves you and uh maybe one day when you look back at this um you know you'll always know that and I always remember that um but a shout out to my friends my family um shout out to vic man it's his birthday today man happy, happy birthday. mother and birthday tony man. happy birthday uh vic man happy birthday bro um and big shout out to him because without me bumping into him i wouldn't have bumped into you so it's all it's all love man so and a shout out to you man for your platform man i love what you do and um thank man you, thank you, and what you, you got going on man so shout out to you man i'm definitely working on uh more things for the website more clothes uh more vlogs and uh uh maybe i want to say it's 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 in the works um always it. talked about doing a movie so um working with some writers and uh try to get that 
going uh next year like when it starts warming up mm. yeah so that's, that's big things in store big things in store man so we love to see it at the treehouse show you know what i'm saying that's what we all about it's been a pleasure man, thank you always, so much man. for thank coming you. out man all love king thank you know you. i've been meaning to we've been we've been trying to set this up for a minute yeah definitely, definitely you know definitely. so it's a blessing that we finally got the opportunity um and yeah with that being said we got the treehouse tradition uh, trying to get cross-legged, but you know what I'm saying? You do leg day at the gym. I've been hitting the gym lately, so. Oh, yeah. Was, I'm sore. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I don't know if my legs get up there, man. Man. <laughs> but, yeah. Stay hydrated. Stay breathing in at oxygen. And most importantly, most importantly, stay basic. And Kavita, sponsor me. Go to the race, can't take this and it's okay. We gonna party today. Uh, anxiety, where did you go? Depression, you can't say hello. Say then are my friends or my foes. Say then are my friends or my foes. Hold on, I just can't wait to get the show on. I stop my alarm and hop in the charm. Shaking my dress to this drill. I head straight to the stash. Empty that little bag. Supplement shit, make check for fin, take the risk. I might not be coming back. I got a fanny pack, head to the dough. Little boy run and we head to the stove. We brought that lap until we're too wide off. I can grab it, it gonna be ready to go. Approaching a friend, get ass on security. Access shorty, I just had a height these for me. It's a kuna matata. Since the left infinite is it made them disappear, tada. Yo, how did she do that? Yo, they took my jewel, bro. What the? Hey, you someone go to the race. Can't take this in, it's okay. We gonna party today. Uh, anxiety, where did you go? Depression, you can't say hello. Say then are my friends or my foes. Say then are my friends or my foes. Vibe electric. Edison nation, the lettuce They talk about medicine. Took three and they talk about wrestling. The question is, am I trying to get reckless? Dove, so I'ma drop some in my candle back. Can you flip for that excision set? It's in my system like a circuit Just lost in the moment, I nervous Screenshot some Snapchat cause there ain't no service Road is spinning like a circus I'm looking at my chest for certain Slides to the front like a serpent Drill hit, so they think I'm serving Everybody get in low There's a bop, they be about to drop We breaking our necks just for sure Yo, can I hit that camel back? Hell no, I don't know where your mouth been Hey, you someone go to the race Can't take this in, it's okay We gonna party today Anxiety, where did you go? Depression, you can't say hello. Say then are my friends or my foes. Say then are my friends or my foes. Hey, you someone go to the race. Can't take this in, it's okay. We gonna party today. Uh, anxiety, where did you go? Depression, you can't say hello. Say then are my friends or my foes. Say then are my friends or my foes. Yeah, it's how they feel like it's the end.